Dear family, friends, loved ones, brothers and sisters in Christ, grace to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. For someone like Jean, who loved all things outdoors, it seems that Isaiah 35 is a fitting section of Scripture to hear and to meditate upon this afternoon. See, our Lord himself also loves his creation. He rested on that seventh day after the long six days, and he declared his creation to be very good. I imagine that's been one of many reasons why Jean loved and enjoyed spending time outdoors, camping with family or friends, enjoying the handiwork of God at the end of a fishing pole, perhaps even digging in the dirt of his own backyard garden, as our Lord also once crafted Adam and formed him out of the dust of the earth. You see, in spending time outdoors, I'm sure, like many of us, Gene saw God's beauty, his craftsmanship, his handiwork all around him. But I think there's something more than that, too, that he saw. Gene knew that behind all of these gifts, daily bread, the outdoors, time with family, and so on, that there is God who is the giver of all these things. He knew that everything that we have, everything we enjoy, whether it's outdoors or indoors, it's all gift. It's all given to us by our gracious Heavenly Father. The same Heavenly Father who also graciously gave us His only begotten Son to die for us, to die for Gene, to die for you, that we would not perish, but have eternal life in that good and gracious Son. It's this, this cosmic, world-turning, completely life-changing event, Jesus dying and rising for us, that Isaiah had in mind when he was speaking and when God told him to speak to Israel in Isaiah 35. The prophet tells of a, a great reversal of everything that changes, of everything that plagues us in this fallen, sinful world. The eyes of the blind are opened, the ears of the deaf unstopped. The lame shall leap like a deer, the tongue of the dumb sing, the waters burst forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert, the parched lands become a pool, the thirsty springs of water. In the habitation where jackals lie, there will be grass and rushes and reeds. See, when God called Isaiah to deliver these words to Israel, they were in exile. They were waiting the Lord's redemption. They were living day by day by his promise. And our life in this world can often feel that way too, like we're exiled a bit, like we live in a strange place, a foreign land. We may not even live in a strange or odd place like Israel was, but we too experience some of the things that they did, suffering, and pain, and sorrow, and hurt. There's cancer that devours loved ones. There's the death of a spouse and father grandfather, friend. There are waves and waves of grief. And then there's our own sin that daily infects our thoughts and words and deeds. Now, Gene knew these things well. This is why he found comfort in our Lord's promises, in our Lord's word. The kind of promises that are with us, whether days are good or bad, whether our times are tough or joyful, the kind of promise that gives us comfort today. The words that our Lord says in John 14, Let not your hearts be troubled. 
believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, would I have told you, I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will take you to be with myself, that where I am, you may be also. See, Israel's hope and Jean's hope, our hope, are found in Jesus. Because as great as our sin and disease and death seem to be, Jesus' love for us, his love for Jean, his love for you, is far greater. Jesus' life laid down on the cross, his death and resurrection from the grave, are far better, far greater, far stronger, in fact. You see, like Israel, through Jesus, we too are God's chosen people, children of the Heavenly Father. Through baptism into Christ, so is Jean. So are you who are baptized. By his water, by word, by the Holy Spirit, Jean is, and you are, washed and cleansed. We are clothed in Christ. St. Paul even says that we die and rise with Christ in baptism, which means you are a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Through Isaiah, God promised Israel a reconciliation, a rescue, a restoration, out of exile into a new promised land. But better than that, a new creation. A new creation from a fallen world that is plagued with death that would one day and will one day, by his grace, turn to one of life. This rescue promise to Israel finally comes true for us in Jesus. He's the one who strengthens our weak hands and feebles our, our knees by being born for us, by being born for Gene, for you. Jesus would stretch out later his hands in weakness. His knees would become feeble under the weight of our sin on the cross as he died for us. To redeem, to rescue, to ransom, to restore Gene and all of us. Jesus became unclean for us. He became thirsty for us. He became the blind and the lame and the deaf. He bore our disease and carried our grief and sorrow on the cross so that in him we would be ransomed, his redeemed, beloved, and restored people. As the prophet declares, the ransom of the Lord will come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on our heads, that we along with Jean would obtain that joy, that gladness that does not fade, that our sorrow and our sighing, that those would flee away too. Now eventually, the Lord brought Israel home, brought them back to Jerusalem, out of exile in Babylon and Persia. God did not abandon his people. God did not forget them. God was faithful. God kept his promise to Israel, as he does for each of you, too. Like Israel, we await with Jean that day of the, that long-expected day, when Jean and all the faithful departed, and we will rise again. That long-expected day of our Lord's return, the last day, the endless day, the day where Isaiah's words come true before our eyes, a new creation, when our lowly bodies will be changed to be like our Lord's glorious risen and ascended body, the resurrection of the dead, the life everlasting as we confess in the creed. 
That day when we and Jean and all the faithful will rise out of the grave and come to Zion, our Lord's house, with singing, with everlasting joy on our heads, a day that sorrow and sighing and sickness will be no more, a day that we can forever join with St. Paul and with Jean and all those who have gone before us in confessing that I have fought the good fight and I have kept the faith, I have finished the race, and finally there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all, to you, who love his appearing. So this day and always, as we await for that great day, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.